0: Everyone, Mystic Chick here. It's about that time to grab a cup of calming chamomile tea, some warm milk, or a hot toddy laced with Ambien and get settled into a big puffy cloud of positive energy to contemplate another morsel of mystic goodness. Now, one of my notes for this wonderful episode is Dreaming Everyone Does It, so I'm very excited about this topic. all right so uh, do i i don't have like a happy birthday recording this is a very special birthday episode for our our wonderful virgo less happy birthday virgo less thank you mystic chick (laughs) (laughs) how have you been celebrating
1: well, I went to uh, the beach uh, with an old friend of mine and her family, and she brought her daughter and her daughter's friend, and they frolicked on the beach because they've been cooped up for the last two years because of a pandemic, and <laughs> they, had a, they had a
0: really good time. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds so awesome. And the weather was good. Well, yeah. We had a good slice of it.
1: It rained this morning, but then it cleared oh. up, and we had blue skies. It was really pretty. And then the gray clouds started rolling, and just as we were leaving, and my friend was like, "Oh, do you want us to give you a lift home?" And I was like, "No, I like live a block away. It's fine. I can walk." And then I got soaked, like <laughs> half a block away from my house. <laughs> oh, you
0: poor thing! I'm so yeah, sorry. Sorry, go
1: on. I mean, it's like not that big a deal because I was, you know, all sandy. So I was going to jump in the shower anyway. But I did like have a blowout in my hair. And I was like, oh, my hair got all messed. My hair got all wet. So I'm like, ah, okay. Well, I guess it's hair washing day now. (laughs) I'm going to try and just like dry, you know, uh, dry spray my hair or dry shampoo my hair for like, you know, the next few days just to preserve it. But nope, (laughs) alas.
0: Okay, wait. Now, as a fellow curly-haired person, one has to ask, (laughs) what made you think to get a blowout and then go to the beach? (laughs) It just kind (laughs) of happened. Yeah, it's an impromptu. Yeah.
1: I mean, I got, like, a blowout, like, a week ago, and, I mean, I I can, like, make that blowout last a real (laughs) long time with a lot of um, dry shampoo and uh, a prayer.
0: (laughs) is there like some sort of like um what is it like some sort of temple where you can make an offering (laughs) oh man i i I guess that would be aphrodite Ooh, yeah yeah or venus if you're in the roman thing or
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly one of those (laughs) one of those those chicks (laughs) i'm your venus i'm your goddess
0: (laughs) (laughs) venus it's not just a razor (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh is that dan the man i think dan has joined us hello dan dan is at is in college right now and so he is in another place (laughs) feel free to call in and say hi dan um have not seen his cute little face lately Dan it's it's uh, Virgo Lass's birthday, so we've been uh we've been talking, chatting about that. Okay, so one more question about your birthday though, Virgo Lass. Like are you going Mm -hmm. to like do dinner or
1: (laughs) 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 Thanks Dan? (laughs) (laughs) Well, unfortunately, Virgo lad is working until like 8 30, but I'll probably order something. I ordered something last night too. But it's my birthday and I can, I can do what I want. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what are you thinking? Cause I'm hungry and I have to live vicariously through other people's eating. Oh
1: man. I don't even know. We already did Thai last night. I mean, well, you know, I got like a banh mi sandwich and I, so I still could do ramen. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dan's version of ramen would be different than yours, though.
1: Probably <laughs> <laughs> college ramen. Virgo lad lived on a lot of that in the dorms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Okay. So, <laughs> dream. We are talking about dreams, dream interpretation, dream analysis, um, all anything and everything. Dream, <laughs> dreamy, <laughs> dream, a, dream a little dream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. When you think about dream interpretation and everything, do you have much experience with it? Do you happen to own like the dream Bible and, you know, things like that? Any dream encyclopedias? Like, do you own anything like that? Or I do think you just that kind I had
1: some in the past. I don't know where they went, but I do have a couple of dream apps on my phone.
0: Oh, okay. See, I do not. You, Okay. You act more like a millennial. I have to say Virgo last. I I do. I do. (laughs) Because you're like, I just, everything's like app based for you. And I'm like, where's the book? Like, where can I take my turtle self and hang out in a corner with my book, my dusty book? Um, (laughs) uh, We will definitely need to discuss those apps. I have to. Oh my. Okay. So Dan had a dream that he died last night. And I would love to get if you could just kind of add in some comments about like how you died or, you know, were you yourself or were you like an animal or like just give us some of the particulars. Uh, and this might be an actually a fun episode for people to kind of...
1: Oh, yeah. Anybody who um, wants to chime in with any weird dream they've had lately, just like, lay it on us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so usually when you die, and it's kind of like, it. there's a lot of things that are similar with dream interpretation and reading tarot cards and, and that sort of thing, because a lot of the symbolism is is pretty much the same. But when you die... In a dream, it's actually signifying that you are done with a certain phase of your life and that you are moving on to something new. And when it's a peaceful death, a peaceful transition, if you will, then it is for the best, for your best and highest good, that everything's evolving the way it should, that you're on your path. And so that's that's a
1: good death. Makes very much sense seeing how um, yeah, Dan just started college and he's away from home for the first time and is entering like this whole new transition of his life. So a uh, very appropriate dream, I think.
0: Yeah, it is kind of freaky, though, when it happens. And Dan, I, I know you say it was super peaceful. So you probably were you freaked out? Just let me know if you were freaked out or not. But uh sometimes it's It could be peaceful and you're like, oh, wow, you know, and then there's other times where it's just terrifying and you wake up. And I think when that happens, a lot of times it's because you're not ready to let go of your old self, your old life. And even though you need to move forward to evolve as a person, uh, so that's when, you know, you're kind of clinging to it and you'll have more terrifying dreams around dying.
1: Well, Dan says that he was chill, so I guess the college <laughs> is going well.
0: Oh, good. All right. That's, that's good to know, bud.
1: <laughs> As Mystic Chick's eyes well up with tears. <laughs> <laughs> um. no, that um. actually does remind me of a dream I just had recently. That just remind um so um, you know it was kind of sad, but like, um, a friend that I had like long, long ago, like when I was like 20, he was an old coworker of mine. We, I stayed in touch with, um, I found out like through Facebook, like a year after the fact that he died. Cause I saw like he, an old comment of his in my Facebook memories. And like, I hovered over his little picture and it said in memoriam. And I was like, what? And oh, so, okay. yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think that, like, he died in his sleep or something like that. It was really sudden. And um, so I recently I had a dream about him. And it was like we were just, like, I don't know, like, at a bar or, like, somebody's house or something. And we were just hanging out. And it was like I – kind of knew that he had died. And so I was trying to get him to stay like I didn't want him to like leave because then it would happen. And he was just like, No, I can't stick around. I got to move on.
0: That's awesome. See, it's, we're the ones clinging to everything. Exactly. Yeah. Past is like, they've got other things to do. Honestly, like you think that life ends after the earth plane and it's like, no, no, it's just a different dimension. Like people have other things to learn and do. And I think it's kind of funny because you kind of like wonder, like (laughs) just sometimes when you think about just getting your stuff done during the day, if they're just like in another dimension, going oh, crap, I got like I'm I'm back, you know I've got to deal with these bills. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got to clean out the lint trap. I forgot it's going to start a fire if I don't do that. You know what I mean
1: like <laughs> right, like I mean I guess like if you believe in any sort of reincarnation, then yeah, probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's so many different belief systems around like souls passing and. Uh, Yeah, are you going to end up like a cockroach if you like totally screw up in this life? Or are you just going to be like in like some sort of weird, like hell torture cycle of, you know, going to make food and like cooking it and it smells perfect and wonderful and you're ready to eat it and then it disappears and then you have to like cook it all over again. (laughs)
1: <laughs> like that's a very different sort of way of looking at like sisyphus like you know um pushing the boulder up the up the hill oh and then having God. to do it all over again like well, I yeah mean- i think that that would, that would be my hell is like um i'm trapped in my house and i have to clean it and the minute i'm done i have to clean it all over again which I i guess is actually adult life so so maybe we are in a, we are we're in the bad place this is the bad place <laughs> i'm rewatching the good place right now so that's where that came from <laughs> no, yes
0: we we do love the the bad place that is an awesome show um i i think that it's kind of it's kind of good to talk about even the the toltec philosophy as long as we're talking about dream analysis anyways because they believed that life is a dream and so whatever you're living whether it's positive or negative you're you're living you're in heaven or in hell based on you know your perspective and what you're bringing to the table
1: oh I'm sorry I just got to, I just got distracted by you yelling at your son for and <laughs> <stinking> thinking <laughs> in the comments <laughs>
0: Just remember, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like me. (laughs) Look in the mirror now. I'm drinking coffee. It's way too late. I should have added some Baileys to it. And I didn't have time because I was like running. Like I really cut this one down to the wire today. And so I'm very proud of myself for, I think I started on time, if not a minute late, but I'll, I'll still give myself a round of applause, like in the kindergarten classes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> round of applause, pat yourself on the back. I will pat myself
0: on the back because it's been a day. Um, <laughs> so... I was thinking about dreams and I was thinking about, you know, how there's all these different types of dreams. And I don't know if you have certain dreams that kind of keep popping up, but I was thinking, okay, let's start maybe with recurring dreams. Do you have any dreams that keep coming back from time to time for you for last?
1: <laughs> Not really. Like, I think that my, I think my dreams keep it fresh. <laughs>
0: Okay. (laughs) That's good. I think. (laughs) Um, I know I would have, I mean, it really kind of depended on what phase of my life I was in. I, I don't, there are some people that have the same recurring dream throughout their entire life. Like there was someone that I knew that over the course of, yeah, pretty much their entire life, um, for like 20, 30 years, they would have this dream of like alligators alligators would be in their dream, they would be doing something to eat them, or they'd be really oversized and trying to get at them. Or there w- it was always something negative and having to do with alligators. And it just kept happening over and over at different junctures in their life. So it, it's recurring. But I think it was also stress induced. And it was also a reminder, like don't cling to the things that are unnecessary, you've got to move on. Like I think yeah. that sometimes the dreams like kind of shock you or scare you into making the jump
1: yeah yeah every now and then they'll happen Where like you have a dream that is just like so vivid and it just kind of sticks with you yeah and, yeah it's just kind of like that reminder of like okay so obviously this is stemming from something that's stressing me out so what is that and kind of forces you to analyze what's going on
0: yeah and so i kind of like i was thinking about recurring dreams I also gave a category to stress dreams or anxiety dreams, which we're going to touch on in a second, because I, I think some, sometimes they, they straddle, you know, the same fence. But when I was younger, I did have a recurring nightmare. I used to have a ton of recurring nightmares, and I used to, there was a good portion of my life where I only had nightmares. Those were the only dreams that I would remember. And there was one in particular where I was like being chased down a, a dark alley and it was almost like everything was black and white but not quite like there was the glint of silver um mm-hmm. but anyways so I would be like chased down this dark hallway or not hallway but like alleyway and in at night in like kind of a city area and being chased by someone all in black in a black ski mask with an axe and I would just eventually trip and fall or something and he'd catch up with me or whoever it was masked I never saw who was under the mask but they would just start hacking at me with an axe in my back until I Died, <laughs> and it would happen over and over and over. You know, and sometimes for months at a stretch. Uh, if I was like super stressed, and then it would like calm down. But that was that was tough. But there were there were times in my life where like it was just I just kept dying every night in different ways. <laughs> it was like, come
1: on, this is getting old, people. Yeah, man, that'll put you off sleep. <laughs>
0: um, so yeah I think sometimes they can definitely straddle the fence but I I think also they are kind of distinctly different so you can have anxiety dreams where they're just I remember working at a fast food restaurant Burger King shout out to Burger King shout out to <laughs> Burger King <laughs> and so so anyways um Working at the Burger King and it was right before I went away to college and I was working full time and I just started and I was working like eight, 10 hour shifts and I fell asleep. and I, In my dream, I worked a shift at the broiler, the broiler for like eight hours standing there, not moving, sweating, reaching and making more burgers over and over. It was so awful. Then I woke up and I'm like, oh, man, I got to get ready for work.
1: Oh, that's actually the worst when you have work dreams. Like sometimes like when I start a new job, like I'll start I'll dream about working at that job and then I have to wake up and I go there and it's like I couldn't even like have a break while I was asleep.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like I was exhausted from my dream. And then I had to do it all again. And I'm like, it, I really did feel kind of like what circle of hell am I? in? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> so yeah, anyways, stress dreams, though, but stress dreams, they can be different. Like, Recurring dream is usually the same thing every single night or, you know, over and over for different periods of time in your life. But stress dreams are just anything that is just, you know, when you're like naked in, you know, a public speaking event or things like that, where it's just like embarrassing or awful or tedious. And there's not much of a purpose to it. And then you wake up and you're like, ah.
1: And you have to like go outside and like, you know, be around people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's just, I I don't know. I never had the naked dream. No, I never never have naked dreams either. Yeah. So (laughs) I, but some people do, but I'm not really afraid of public speaking. So that might just be not my issue.
1: Yeah, I think that I always thought that I was afraid of public speaking, but I've done storytelling events and you know done presentations. So it turns out I'm not. I'm always afraid, like the up to the moment of it, and then once I'm up there, I'm like, oh, okay, this is fine.
0: (laughs) All right, so we there's all these there's all these different breakdowns of how many types of dreams there are. I'm actually looking. And like one person breaks it down into five types, one breaks it into nine types, uh, one breaks it into seven types. uh, And some of them are the same and some of them are different. So I, I think we might actually have to kind of go through different places here. Cause I was thinking things like, okay, you know, you've got prophetic dreams and you have the stress dreams and you have the recurring dreams, there's nightmares, there's daydreams, there's lucid dreams, normal dreams, which I, I don't even know. I think normal dreams kind of span <laughs> a bunch of different things. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what healing dreams and actually, okay. So that's an interesting one. Healing dreams, because <laughs> it was something that you brought up before with the person who had passed on. Mm-hmm. So, Sometimes when you are having a dream of somebody who's passed on, it's kind of like this interdimensional, the dream state is like an interdimensional subway station, (laughs) train station. I don't know. You guys get to all hang out on the same platform and, you know, you're all going different places, but there's times when you bump into each other or when you're actively planning, like, hey, let's take a little trip together and, you know, but we're eventually going to end up in different spots. So when somebody is reaching out to you through dreams, you know, you're really having a conversation with them. Who knows how helpful it'll be, but it depends on how close you are with the person. But I mean, there have been a lot of times where somebody has passed or a pet has passed and you know, that's a very real thing. Like you, you really are with that person or that pet and their energy. And so it's, it's kind of like, I think that that kind of is a healing dream also because it's a way to maybe not have closure with that person. Cause I don't think you can ever fully get closure when you're like energetically connected to people and soul families and things like that. Like you can get closure from situations but that energy stays with you and connected. But it's a way to have that communication and get those warm fuzzies in a way that you don't normally, you know, have the ability to do.
1: Yeah, like I remember once, like this was years ago, but I had a very vivid dream about like um, an ex-boyfriend of mine in which he apologized to me for a bunch of stuff that he had done to me in the past. And when I woke up, I was like, you know, that's all I ever wanted from him was an apology. And I've decided that this is going to count. So yeah, like it took away a lot of like anger and resentment. And I did feel like a sense of closure. But also, not to the point where I felt like I needed to reach out to him. I was just like, nope, I'm good. That's good. He tried
0: adding me on Facebook. I ignored it.
1: (laughs) I was like, nope, got the apology from dream. You, that's all I needed. Yeah.
0: Well, because I mean, and that is kind of a way that like his energy was connecting with yours and yeah, that higher self is, is involved and, and reaching out and whatever. And it's a very, it's a very interesting thing when that happens. So you were lucky to avoid having to re-experience interacting with that person on this, this you know, lower plane. When,
1: yeah, I, I tried doing that once before. It did not work out well. <laughs> why well, stop talking to him again?
0: <laughs> and and this is a totally different show topic, but getting back together with your ex and why you shouldn't. <laughs> It's like 99.9% of the time, it is not a good idea. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm not going to say, I know there's always, and somebody's going to be like writing to me like, Mystic Chick, you've got it all wrong. <laughs> we're, we're soulmates. And, you know, he just needed to realize that. <laughs> I'm just throwing up a little bit in my mouth. But, you know, right, like, like I mean,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll say sometimes like, okay, like... I'll give you second chances. You know, like sometimes people just need a second chance, you know, like, especially like, you know, years have gone by, like you've grown as different people. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Second chance. You're not in that bad place anymore. However, I do not believe in third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh chances and on and on and on. <laughs> Stop at two. If it doesn't work out the second time, let it go.
0: See, but you're, you, you're you a Virgo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you're you're very conscious of your boundaries and you're like your lists (laughs) did they meet these bullet points no all right they 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 are not in the notebook of destiny anymore
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i've been with virgo lad for so long only another virgo could
0: (laughs) hit all those bullet points (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh that's great um (laughs) all right so there's things like uh, pregnancy dreams, which are kind of the opposite of the death dreams. You know, you've got the death dream, which is saying, hey, you know, this phase of your life is over. We're going we're we're transitioning to something new, different, better, yellow, different, better, neutrin, uh, Nuprin. I don't know. Do <laughs> Little yellow, different, better. <laughs> Thank you. And I considering you don't see them on the market anymore, I'm terrified that <laughs> There was some reason and I took them, (laughs) but that's okay. We're that's a different episode. (laughs) I'll have some sort of anxiety dream about that tonight. It was kind of an ibuprofen though. It wasn't anything like weird.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it it was, it wasn't weird. It was just like an aspirin. It
0: was an aspirin. It wasn't. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, (laughs) but, uh, so you're, you're, You're dying, whatever. You're dead, you're dead. And and so now you're you're ready to move on to this new phase. And okay, so we can kind of group these three things together. So you have the pregnancy dream in a lot of ways can come before a death dream because and you know, there's some arguments for having a pregnancy dream after a type of death, also, if you're not exactly certain like what's going on with your life yet. But a lot of times, like you can have a pregnancy dream, and the that will be symbolic of the plans that are growing within you. And then, you know, but if you're in a phase of your life where you're not ready to manifest those things, then they just kind of sit there and and you know, get nurtured. Justate, and and, Justate, thank you, and grow. And then, you know, you die in your dream saying, okay, I'm ready. I've made this transition. I'm on this new plane of existence and, you know, self-actualization, whatever. And, and, uh, I'm ready to evolve. And then after that, you know, you can have those dreams of like babies being born or whatever. So, I mean, there's, there's like a lot of commingling.
1: I mean, considering, like, where you are in your life, I mean, like, I am a person who has never wanted children, so a pregnancy dream will have me, like, waking up in a cold sweat, right. <laughs> and, the, and, and then I always, like, Google it, and it's always, you know, it always just means exactly, like, you know, um, creativity, new projects, that sort of thing, and I'm like, oh, okay. Thank God. (laughs) This is not a prophecy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Although, uh, that is, like, one of the things it can do. A pregnancy dream actually can tell you that you're pregnant or that you're going to become pregnant. So. (laughs) It really depends on the situation. But for most people, most of the time, because men can have pregnancy dreams too. I mean, uh, it's just like, okay, you know, something is, you're going to be producing something soon. Like something great is going to fall into your lap or something that you've been working on a long time is going to finally come to fruition. Like if you've had plans to come up with a new business and you've just been trying and trying and trying possibly for years and you just couldn't get it together, um and then all of a sudden you know maybe you've shifted your energy enough and then the timing is kind of aligned where it's time and you get these kinds of dreams mm-hmm. so um <laughs> 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 but yeah i mean you can also just not know that you're pregnant and and have dreams like that so it's it is kind of interesting yeah. And I mean, there's there's all kinds of prophetic dreams, like that you may get a job or that somebody may die in the family or, you know, all kinds of things. And I know sometimes those things can be a little upsetting when you have dreams like that. But I think you have to just acknowledge that the energy is connected to you all the time and, and other realms. And, you know, you're taking in all this information all the time and they kind of talk about like the matrix and everything, (laughs) (laughs) but it is. And that's why I love like dream interpretation because you can kind of take those things that, you know, you dream about and everybody's like, let's analyze the dreams. And I don't think enough people say, let's analyze our lives. Like let's analyze what's happening or the, synchronistic events that are unfolding or when things keep repeating or things like that. Like, I really think that that's just a, I use dream interpretation books for that purpose, probably more so than even analyzing dreams is analyzing waking life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It can be hard finding like the right, like kind of book or the right kind of app sometimes because I feel like, sometimes the interpretations can just come with like a healthy dose of bias. And like, I remember reading in a dream interpretation book that, um, dreaming about dragons means like, I don't know, death, destruction, you know, that sort of thing. And, uh,
0: but if like, you're christian
1: <laughs> exactly precisely that's the thing is mm-hmm. that like if you're coming from it from like a very like um western like judeo christian sort of vibe then yes but i mean like if you're from the east and uh, like you're dreaming about dragons and that means good luck
0: yes or i don't know sometimes with feng shui too if you're dra- if you're dreaming about a certain type of dragon and you know you're you're whatever space is not particularly aligned to make that dragon happy. <laughs> it might be a wake up call like, you know. <laughs> what's going on with your feng shui person? Like, come on. Um <laughs> oh,
1: oh, another time just recently I I think that I I had a very happy dream about kittens. I can't remember exactly what happened, but there were kittens there and I woke up and I was just like, oh, I had a dream about kittens. And I the, the kittens. Um I think I did. Yes. It was or really great. Something? Yeah and then and then I went on like the little dream app that I had and it said that um, kittens are symbolic of your problems and <laughs> if you kill the kittens you're
0: taking care of your problems and I was like oh, how very dare you. <laughs> wow, where where'd you find that? You should burn that book or oh wait, you have an app for that. Yeah, I think, like, I think it was like I think it's like i dream. <laughs> <laughs> I dream, yeah, I don't know. Is it created by like some like Quaker or <laughs> oh, man, you never know. I mean that is the
1: that is the thing. I like, guess probably like why, yeah, like books are better because you can research the author, but who knows who who comes up with these apps? <laughs>
0: just they're so random. Some of them are just so terrifyingly random. i I just remember the banjo app I put on my phone once
1: so you can like play your ban play your banjo like <laughs> on your phone i don't even know what it- why why i had it but it was
0: like a foreign banjo <laughs> <laughs> a foreign banjo and i didn't realize it until like i still i, I mean, it was just weird the whole thing was weird i finally took it off okay anyways <laughs> but when you're when you're kind of i don't even know what to say to the kittens i'm still kind of like weirded out by that but even like the dragon thing I love Archangel Michael. He's my guy. Like him and I are like, you know, two peas in a pod. Love this guy. But there are, you know, there, and there was the statue that I absolutely loved till I started really looking at it. I don't know why, you know, you have those like blockages, like you can see something for years and not really see it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. this archangel michael the statue of him with his wings spread and very majestic and his sword and everything and he's like stepping on the dragon and trying to kill the dragon and i'm like oh my god it's a dragon i know (laughs) the dragon never do to you (laughs) (laughs) we need to have a talk mike (laughs) (laughs) i might need you to come in and work on saturday (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did you finish your TPS reports, Mike? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Actually, I'm, I'm like commingling things. I was thinking about a Mad TV episode from eons ago where um, they were all at a work function and um, somebody got a pizza party. For their birthday or something. But like Mike's birthday was like the day before, maybe the same day, and nobody threw him a pizza party. And so they were all explaining, you know, Mike's like, what's going on? And they're like, it's a pizza party, Mike. <laughs> Mike's like, but I didn't get a pizza party when it was my, it was just like very weird and random, but it's just funny. I can still hear it in my head. It's a pizza party. <laughs> Quit complaining, Mike. Shut up and eat your pizza that somebody else brought. Okay. So anyways, dream interpretation is, yeah, there are so many layers to it. And there's so many different ways it can go. And I really think that like the tarot cards, you kind of use dream Bibles, dream encyclopedias, dream apps as a guide. Until you start to really kind of know what symbolism works for you and what's representative of aspects of your life. Because, you know, depending on your culture, depending on your upbringing, your own life perspectives, your own religious beliefs, all of those things can really change what these objects could mean to you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I love cats. And so if like, (laughs) I had a dream where I was killing kittens, that would be so upsetting. (laughs) But I mean, someone who like hates cats, or is a like phobic of cats, like, I mean, that would probably be like a great dream for them. Like, oh, yes, I banish the evil.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can't. I'm sorry, I just keep going back to that. Well, and also, okay, there's other things like the old wives tale dreams. So like, and I don't know if people talk about these as much as they did, like when we were kids, we're Gen Xers. So you know, we're talking 80s, the 1980s. (laughs) Uh, But just kind of like, well, did you dream your teeth fell out? because oh, that means something.
1: I never I never had that dream, but I definitely remember many people have told me that they've had that dream
0: before. <laughs> and apparently, according to Healthline, which <laughs> has a lot to say on dreams and dream analysis and mental health because there were several articles that I've I've uh, found just on Healthline. But there's one post they have about 12 interpretations for dreams about your teeth falling out. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> it's all to do. Healthline.com backslash health backslash backslash mental dash health backslash dream about teeth falling out. <laughs> um, The first one is personal loss. So death of a I loved mean, that one.
1: would be the definition of a personal loss You're, you yeah i mean your teeth are very personal
0: yeah. <laughs> i like my teeth <laughs> <laughs> uh, loss of a marriage or a partnership loss of a job losing a home all can be related to teeth falling out so that's one out of 12 we have religion which is number two i don't know my religion uh aside from personal loss religion um Da, da, da. This could be true if you're going through paranoia about your beliefs or are perhaps worried about things that can happen in the future. <laughs> okay. I, is it, are they saying it's like more Christian or more Catholic? Because, I mean, I grew up Catholic and I heard all kinds of things about teeth falling out dreams.
1: I mean, if I think about it, yeah. I mean, like, we grew up, like, around a lot of Catholic people. So, <laughs> like, that would be probably a very, like a recurring dream for many people
0: <laughs> uh stress which you know well yeah duh <laughs> that one seems pretty obvious yeah. Anx- anxiety they actually gave a separate category to which i'm like were you just reaching to make sure it was like 12 and not 11 because i Wait, think what? you could kind of stress and anxiety can kind of fall under the same umbrella
1: all right oh i missed that first part what about um uh, 12 instead of 11
0: um because they number three is stress number four is anxiety and i'm sitting there going really two categories for that like were they just trying to round out their number like
1: it was kind of like when we did astrology and it was like this whole list of like here's how a cancer dates an aries and then all of a sudden like we get like there's more lists going and here's how an aries feels about a cancer
0: Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's not always the same (laughs) which is kind of disconcerting (laughs) No, but you're right. It was like five million ways to spin the same. Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, major changes underway. Okay. Uh that one uh, that one sounds like it could be. But that again is like stress, anxiety, major I mean, changes. I guess,
1: yeah, that's the thing. I mean, like they're just trying to like make a whole listicle out of
0: it. But like <laughs> end of
1: the day, it's like you're stressed out and things are changing. The end. <laughs>
0: Oh, listicle. oh, my God, I haven't heard that since my marketing days. Thanks. I can't unhear that. Sorry. <laughs> we'll, circle that.
1: Wait, we'll circle back to that. <laughs> we'll circle back to that. Circle back to the
0: listicle. <laughs> Fine. We will unpack it later. <laughs> to discuss how impactful it is. Um, all right. So depression. Oh, that would be kind of a, dep- a depressing dream about depression to have your teeth fall out. I mean, it would be depressing. And it kind of points to how your self-esteem level at that point and how much you want to interact with. If you, do you want to interact a lot with the world if all your teeth fell out? You'd probably be keeping your mouth closed. You'd be turning away from people. You'd try to make yourself like blend in and not not do anything too obvious.
1: Uh, exactly. This, this is a dream about capitalism and why we should all have dental health care.
0: It's capitalism. <laughs> well, okay. You know what I'm not gonna just kidding no, everybody. I, I, I was going to bring up like other countries and like how they deal with dental work, but I feel like that will be more inflammatory than than helpful at this point. So just, but I'm like, there's other capitalist countries out there, and and you know, certain countries prioritize their teeth at different levels. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over in this country, we're just like ah, oh, the, you know your teeth bones
0: are different from the rest of your bones so that requires different insurance <laughs> teeth, oh my god well okay and i think we in america kind of get weird with and i'm i'm totally supportive of dental health just like i'm supportive of mental health and other types of health but we kind of like jump the shark with dental care and it kind of goes into that whole cosmetic dentistry Thing where like people are getting like you know those veneers and all of these like weird things so they almost look like white chiclets in their mouth and then they're like super tanned or spray tanned or whatever and then they've got like the extra botox whatever in their lips like i just saw this commercial with one of the kardashians is it Cl- not chloe not kim oh,
1: oh okay it's so hard to keep them all straight
0: they're pretty much the same they're like part yeah, of the exactly. board exactly
1: Must tell them not
0: Kylie, but I'm, but I'm sitting there and on the commercial, and this girl's young, like she's younger than me, and her lips seriously could have served as a flotation device, and I'm like, (laughs) you did this to yourself, like you looked like disfigured. And you, know, on- like you're, you're in your
1: 20s. You're in the prime of lip plumpness. You don't okay. need more lip plumpness. No. Oh, do you know? Like oh, this is like I'm, okay, okay. We're going way off track here, <laughs> but this is a great story. All but um, uh, one girl that I used to work with was a makeup artist at um, a uh, like a large name makeup store in downtown chicago and uh, it was like the one that rich a lot of rich women would go to and they were had so much collagen in their lips they would carry around little hankies because they would be drooling from the corners (gasps) of their mouths so it was just this normal thing to carry a hanky around and just go dab dab dab
0: dab that's terrifying i have Mm -hmm. never heard of that that is absolutely horrifying I mean, okay, so I'm going to issue a disclaimer right now because I don't want to upset anyone or whatever. And if there's a lot of people out there, if that's something that makes them feel beautiful or special, like that's fine. You know, I want to support people doing what makes them feel good, but there's got to be a point though, where you have to sit there and go like the, the cost benefit analysis of it. Like you're paying all this money to drool. Like- Right. Maybe is there another way like can you just use a lip liner can you can you use one of those weird tingly peppermint lip balms like how much money would you save i don't know that's just me
1: yeah, I mean that's the thing, and, and again, I mean I do firmly believe that people can do whatever the hell that they want with their own money. Like I have tattoos, and uh, many other people in the world would not want to spend money for tattoos, and uh, that's fine, you know. Like different strokes for different folks. But yeah, I just don't. Want, if my if my tattoos were ca- causing me to drool, I think I would stop. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I just think that anything that, you know, you do for yourself, just kind of approach it with the best and highest good philosophy. And, you know, I don't know, just really think like, how is this, is this going to make your life better? Is it going to like, just keep it the same, but different? Like, you know, think about that before you do some of these things. Cause some of them have really bad reactions and you can't unring that bell. You have side effects forever.
1: Well, now I'm like wondering, okay, are there dreams about cosmetic surgery? I'm going to my dream app right now.
0: (laughs) Please, please do. I'll just go through the rest of this list really quick. Jealousy. um, That one actually makes sense to me. Someone else missing teeth, (laughs) (laughs) uh, which would possibly uh, be symbolic of children losing baby teeth or perhaps accidents in adults who get their teeth broken. Um, I found it. I found it. I found it what
1: cosmetic surgery to dream that you are having cosmetic surgery suggests that you are rebuilding your self-esteem and trying to improve your self-image oh well that's a positive one yeah not so bad like related dreams surgery symbolic of stripping your life of unwanted things plastic surgery a need or desire for restructuring enhancement of self-image or cosmetic items you see cosmetic items he'll have a beautiful life
0: my question, I guess, would be, like, it, when you have a cosmetic surgery dream, like, are you feeling any pain? Like, is it just kind of like they're getting you ready for surgery? Are you waking up from surgery? I mean, these are all big questions.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I can't imagine. I've never had a surgery dream before, but I feel like it would be very
0: unpleasant. <laughs> it would, yeah. I mean, unless it's a surgery you want.
1: Yeah, like, maybe it's a good thing, like, you're attaining something that you've been wanting. Uh, otherwise, it might depend if, like, you know, you're strapped down and somebody's coming at you with a giant-ass needle in your face.
0: <laughs> <I> just, like, <laughs> just, you know, just a little pinch, and you won't feel anything after this. No! <laughs> I feel like this is a bad idea.
1: Uh-oh. It's like the joker from the bat from the tim burton batman movie a mirror someone hand me a mirror
0: (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah there's a lot of grinding your teeth teeth breaking growing new teeth and poor personal health oh wow that that would be like a a wake-up call i guess like you know floss more come on what's wrong with you your teeth are all going to fall out.
1: Right. Um, I could, I could see that being a dream that would mess with someone who like had OCD tendencies, you know, it's like <laughs> unclean, unclean, must floss more.
0: <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Actually that borders on a lot of interesting, again, back to the Catholic.
1: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's the thing unclean. is that like the dream doesn't mean that you have poor hygiene. It just means that you worry about poor hygiene. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's our disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'm sure there's a lot of clean people out there having unclean dreams.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yeah, the fun kind of dirty dreams.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, but really, it does kind of depend on what's going on in your life. And I was trying to think if there's, no, it wasn't this one. I'm going back to another article because they they kind of oh this is interesting seven fascinating types of dreams i don't know if there's anything yeah these are all everybody's just kind of redefining the same stuff oh this one's interesting though problem solving dreams oh nice but i mean um, i'm a virgo immediately i like that well here's one because i do you like the beatles i can't remember Oh, who doesn't like the Beatles? What sort of monster doesn't like the Beatles? Oh, I don't know. Okay, anyway, so um, two well-known types of dreams. Let's see. Uh, singer-musician Paul McCartney's dream of a melody, which became the song Yesterday, and Nobel Prize, Nobel Prize laureate James Watson's dream about snakes, which led to devising the structure of DNA oh god didn't
1: um the author of twilight like that came from a from a dream like i don't know i think as she like dreamt about boning a vampire the twilight series was born or or not boning as the case may be
0: (laughs) where did the sparkles come in were those part of the dream because that actually makes sense it was some like weird dream sequence with things that don't belong
1: That would make way more sense. Yeah, like all of a sudden you were like dreaming of a vampire and suddenly he was sparkly, which makes absolutely (laughs) no freaking sense. But she woke up and it was like, I've got an idea for a novel.
0: (laughs) Um, I love the supernatural dreams. Oh, my God. Hello, Bowie. Okay, we woke up Bowie. (laughs) should probably get him some food. I (laughs) But under the supernatural dreams category, and this is on psychology today, you have several, they are broken down to premonition dreams, which, you know, something actually will happen in the future and you're having a premonition about it. Telepathic dreams where you're actually hearing, you know, you're getting information about something that's going on for someone else. And I've heard a lot, you know, that happens a lot with twins.
1: Oh, yeah, I could see that.
0: Yeah. Shared dreams, communion dreams, uh, when people are having, different people are having the same dream at approximately the same time. Oh, neat. That's almost like an alien kind of abduction, kind of like everybody got abducted by the same like spaceship of aliens and now they're all kind of weirdly interconnected. Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like you do, <laughs> as the case may be. Yes, and uh-huh. then visitation dreams. So, and we talked about those, but there, it's like a recently deceased family member, friend, romantic partner, or pet appear, and those are I've had a
1: couple of dreams about Puck since he passed. Puck was my my cat that I had for eighteen years. Like that. So was... Yeah, I've had a couple, and I feel like. I, don't, I mean, I would like love more of a dream where it was more probably more like closure that I need. But I mean, usually it's like when I have them, it's just like, it's just normal, you know, like, oh, yeah, there's Puck, you know, he's just walking around and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, or just kind of hanging out and petting your, oh, my God, Bowie. <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness.
0: <laughs> he suffers. So you
1: never feed that cat ever. He's just telling us about his dreams
0: <laughs> well he does sleep a lot doesn't he <laughs> he does <Gotta> <laughs> he just <a> <laughs> woke up so <laughs> um now lucid dreams i don't know do you have much experience with lucid dreaming um i've had
1: i've been able to have i don't remember details but i have been able to have lucid dreams if i'm like in a meditation state like if i'm like um maybe it's not like sleeping at night but like sometimes well when i want to take a nap i'll turn on like a med, like a guided meditation and then like i'm kind of that way i'm in that sort of half asleep half awake state and i'm able to lose the dream a bit yeah that's right bowie so can you right (laughs)
0: that's awesome I need a cat soon. I miss my cat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I miss demanding meows. Actually, my cat didn't really say too much, so but it's fun when you have a a noisy cat.
1: Oh, he is a noisy cat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Chatty cat. Uh I have I'm terrible at lucid dreaming. I really when I'm in a dream, I'm like strapped into a roller coaster. I cannot <laughs> actively. And there are so many people that I know that are like, well, you just, you know, sit there and you tell yourself, this is just a dream. And then, you know, you go and do whatever you're going to do. You know, you're going to kick this person's butt. You're going to kill this thing. You're going to go whatever. And everything's great. And it's like, I can't do it. I've tried so hard and yeah, I just cannot do When I do
1: realize it. that I'm dreaming, that's the moment that I'm waking up.
0: Yes. Yeah. I may have had that i don't even know if i've had that ever i mean i think i've realized hey this really really sucks and then i wake up (laughs) (laughs) exactly it's like this sucks so bad it can't even be real be reality (laughs) I, i cannot believe this is happening um Yeah. So lucid dreaming, but some people though are really, really good at it and they can basically take an active role in their dreams, control their dreams. You know, if they're having a dream about like flying or something, then they are like, Oh, I'm flying and can like, I'm going to fly higher. I'm going to do, you know, circles in the sky. I'm going to go and pick up a friend and fly them somewhere.
1: Yeah. My brother-in-law used to be able to do that. I don't know if he still can or not, but, uh, yeah, he would like dream like lucid dream about like playing like bocce ball like on the moon with zero gravity
0: (laughs) uh but the the problem solving dreams which i they're saying you know if you have lucid dreams it it kind of lends itself to problem solving so that one kind of is one of those fence straddlers too with the problem solving dreams But I think sometimes with problem-solving dreams, the answer, like your subconscious has been working on it for days or weeks or months. (laughs) I'm bringing the ball over to him. There you go, kitten. Um, Your subconscious has been working on it. So sometimes you'll have a problem-solving dream where you're not really doing anything. It's just kind of appearing a certain way. And then when you wake up, you're like, that's the answer. Not that you were actively solving the problem in your dream like a lucid dream. But sometimes you can have a lucid dream where you're presented with the same problem and you're actually like given the tools to fix it.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I think that I've had that before. I can't bring up any specific instances, but I've definitely had dreams where I've woken up and I immediately, I mean, I'm very good at self-analysis anyway, so I can usually immediately like say, Oh, this dream was about that because of that problem. And it just means that I need to chill or whatever. And I'm like, oh, thank you, subconscious.
0: <laughs> well, and that's why it's so helpful to, to uh, start a dream journal and write down your dreams. They say that if you do kind of journal every single day, like when you wake up, just whatever you can remember, um, over time, your dreams get kind of more, I don't know, they get stronger, they get more useful. Uh, You have the possibility of having lucid dreams more easily when you're kind of having that line of communication open to your subconscious and saying, hey, you know, what's going on during the dreaming time makes a difference by writing it down every day. You're saying, I can use this in the real world. I can interact.
1: I know that does actually really help because um, I was doing that a lot like last year, because um, my old job, I had more time in the mornings for journaling. And so I was journal- journaling a lot and like writing down my dreams a lot. And I was able to remember my dreams. My problem is that I have a hard time remembering my dreams. Like, you know, when you wake up and everything's really vivid and then all of a sudden, like, instantly it's gone.
0: Yeah. That's why <laughs> yeah. you need your journal by your bed and you have to basically just roll over and start writing. It's yeah. kind of unglamorous.
1: But yeah, but I've, <laughs> but license like, i've just like start since i've started this new job and i have more limited time in the mornings to like do do all the things and drink my coffee and all of that like i've stopped doing that and so i feel like i have i can't remember any recent dreams that i've had
0: i'm wondering like if you just did a voice recorder like you had your phone by your bed and you just as you were getting up say i had a dream about blah 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 and well, just
1: start logging it that way Oh, I mean, but that doesn't work if you sleep in a bed with somebody.
0: (laughs) Why should they sleep longer than you? (laughs) They should suffer just like you are. (laughs) Sure, their hours may be different. That doesn't matter. It's all about your dream interpretations.
1: Right. Plus, I'm not one of those people where I can just like wake up right away and start like doing something. I'm a hit snooze five million times and like pretend that time isn't moving forward. <laughs> I want to stay in bed as long as possible type of person.
0: <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I Yeah, I do. I hit the snooze button. And it's funny because I don't know why this is so embarrassing. I have this preference for um, travel alarms like old school travel alarms and what's great about them is that they're small and portable and battery operated as opposed to something you'd plug in, in a wall and I really just don't want my phone to be my alarm I don't know why no, it's like crossing same boundaries.
1: I don't either because yeah I mean I'm the type of person where if I have my phone next to me then I'll be on my phone all night so I actually I still have my clock radio from when I was 16 years old <laughs> with a tape deck in it
0: oh my god there's nothing to put in it nowadays but that's <laughs> Your old mixtapes from old ex-boyfriends. Legit, like that that's what I have in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny about my travel alarm is that when you get a travel alarm, it's the snooze is shorter because the travel alarm thinks that you have somewhere important to be. Like it could be maybe a work thing. It could be, you know, a vacation where you're going to miss your snorkeling or it's just assuming or a flight that, you know, you've got to catch that flight. So whatever you're doing, you know, so the snooze is shorter. It's like five minutes. And see, that would make me think that I had more time. Because the
1: snooze would be shorter. So that means that I could hit it more times. And also, like, uh, Virgolad hates snooze. He hates it so much. He has learned to tolerate it because of me. But I can only get away with it going off twice. So, like, the seven-minute snooze, that's 14 minutes. Like, I I can't justify any longer than that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so I hit the snooze. But, like, if I miss the snooze, considering it's shorter... It gets urgent very quickly because it thinks that you're going to miss a plane or something that's like momentous. So it goes like, like beep, 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 and then beep, beep, and then it gets worse. Like within seconds, it's this horrifying, shrill, whatever, where you want to wing it across at the the other wall. Like, I don't understand it. And I don't know why I keep doing this to myself, but that's what I do.
1: Yeah. No, that sounds horrible. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) I mean, like, my clock radio, it's like, set to some, it's like, not even like a good radio station. Like, I mean, I think I had it set to NPR at one point, but then um, sometimes like those, if you don't have it just right, then it fizzles out. So, um, or if like an all FM radio, like, especially the music stations, they usually have like some horrible morning DJ on oh, and that just, yeah. uh, I, I cannot. So it's like set to some like half grainy, like a sports and news thing in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like I completely like the minute it, like it clicks on,
0: I'm like, bam, snooze. Wow. That's really awful. <laughs> why would you do that to yourself that's pretty bad well i'm like living in my own alarm hell so i guess we need to like have an alarm clock intervention or something
1: well that's the thing if you find like a radio station that you like too much you know like i mean if nbr does come on you might get sucked into like listening to ira glass and then
0: (laughs) you're like in bed for the next half hour yeah there's a commitment there (laughs) um But I, and I know we've got to wrap up soon, but I just wanted to kind of touch on also and dream analysis obviously is like, it's such a broad topic. I mean, we could revisit this several times in different ways. And definitely, I think next time we kind of circle back on this, we should, I'll give more lead time for people because if they want to call in or, you know, use the chat and like put their dreams in there i think that it could be really fun
1: oh totally yeah i kind mean uh, all, all, all you people who are in the chat right now if you have a dream that you've had recently you're interpreted just let us know
0: oh yeah definitely or even you know reach out to us later because it's just, or if something, maybe something doesn't happen today, but you know, in a week or two, you're like, Ooh, this weird thing happened. Then, you know, find us on Twitter Yep, <laughs> and let us know. I'm uh <laughs> at chick underscore mystic <laughs> and I am last Virgo seriously. Every time <laughs> <laughs> My goofy underscore, how did I end up with the underscore? I don't know. Uh, but, but. But as like last thoughts, though, is, you know, to kind of think about dream interpretation, you know, your dreams are just a number one, your subconscious. It's a great way for your subconscious to kind of bubble up some issues, some thoughts, some problems waiting to be solved. And in a, a way that you might be able to be a little bit more receptive. But also, you know, it's it's definitely kind of a meeting place for, beings in other dimensions and, and supernatural communication. I mean, there's a lot of great things that happen in, you know, on the dream plane or whatever. So that's good to keep in mind. And also that you can take some of those ideas about dream interpretation and really try to apply them to your everyday life as well, because it's just another way that the universe is interacting with you and trying to provide symbolism and and help and just bringing things to light that maybe you need to be aware of all right <laughs> yes so um everybody out there if you have any ideas for upcoming show topics feel free to reach out to us on podbean twitter facebook so good times the good times roll <laughs> <laughs> So until next time, I hope everyone out there stays mystical. Good night, my witches.